This is part two of the Shine for Jesus, S-H-I-N-E series that I am sharing with you on Tuesdays. I cannot talk about having a heavenly mindset today without acknowledging that we are currently experiencing tremendous birthing pains around the world. Being connected to any part of the world at any given moment in time has had a huge impact for the kingdom of God. And because of our technological advances, we've been able to share the gospel to unreached peoples. And this is amazing. However, as a society, we bear the weight and the tragedies of both our own communities and countries, but of the countries worldwide too. In today's episode, I'm sharing three scriptures that you can speak over yourself, your loved ones, and your church to help you lay down the burdens of the world at the feet of Christ so you can continue to shine and execute your kingdom calling. Hey mama, welcome to Bold Faith and Fashion. Are you tired of feeling insecure in your skin and using clothes as a way to hide your body? Are you frustrated with the time, money, and energy you spend on clothes you never wear? Hey, I'm Ashleyana, and Mama, I get your struggle. I have helped thousands of women just like you create the simple, comfortable, and yes, stylish wardrobes of their dreams without draining their energy or their bank accounts. In this podcast, I will teach you about what looks good on your body, all while filtering your beauty standards through the eyes of Jesus. If you're ready to go from stressed to get dressed to blessed to get dressed, tune in right now. Hey, BFF listener, have you been listening to my podcast for a while? If you have, I would love for you to leave a review on Apple Podcasts to let me know what it is that you are feeling inspired by, what it is that you find the most helpful. Growing Glowing Green says, you can run, but you can't hide. Why not look cute now while rooting out toxic societal messages and deeply embedded insecurities with Ashleyana's spiritually based style tips? When you leave a review, not only does it make my heart smile and let me know that this has been a helpful podcast to you. It also bumps up my podcast so that other women like you can also be encouraged and hear from me. Now let's get to today's episode. Last week I shared the S in the acronym SHINE and I have to tell you, I was blown away by the response that I had to this episode. So many women told me that they were convicted by this episode of Share Your Testimony, that they wanted to be more bold in their faith, that they wanted to be able to step out and speak up because the reality is, is the things that we are facing right now in our culture and around the world is just one of the birthing pains that Jesus talked about in Matthew. And really, this all stems from two areas. One is sin, as we know, and two, the solution to sin, which is knowing Jesus. Many people around the world still do not know and follow Jesus. And so really, S, share your testimony, is really 100% step one to shine in a way for Christ that is different from the way the world shines. What I've noticed, though, is that we can become very easily distracted and too caught up in what the enemy is doing. 
I'm not saying that we shouldn't be aware of what's going on around us. I feel like it's very important that when we see the kingdom of darkness acting in the ways that it has been acting the past couple of years, but especially with the war in Ukraine and the war in Israel, that we are called to, as believers, pray. It's amazing to me how the Lord gives me little nuggets of information through the body of Christ when it comes to, okay, how can I pray? What should I pray? And in a matter of less than 48 hours, Psalm 91 was shared with me by two people who are spiritual leaders in my life. And this is the Psalm that they asked me to pray over those who are in battle, who are trying to protect innocent lives. Psalm 91. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely He will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with His feathers and under His wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side, but ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. If you say, The Lord is my refuge, and you make the Most High your dwelling, no harm will overtake you, no disaster will come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent because he loves me, says the Lord. I will rescue him. I will protect him for he acknowledges my name. He will call on me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. I hope that by sharing Psalm 91 with you, you do feel more guided and directed in how you can pray over the situations happening in both Ukraine and Israel. They're both devastating. And if you're listening to any of the news reports, it's overwhelming because it's so hard to imagine how that depth of evil can exist. And quite frankly, it can be very distracting to the calling that we have on our lives. There are some things that the enemy uses in my life, and I'm going to guess that sometimes this happens to you as well, to make me feel unequipped or unable to show up for my day. I don't always succumb to these things, but there has been a pattern that I have noticed that the enemy uses when these kinds of things come about, right? Because he's trying to trick us into thinking that he's winning this battle. He's trying to make us feel defeated. He's trying to make us forget that Jesus has already won the war. So here are some ways that that shows up for me in the context of seeing things like the depravity of war or even when the sex trafficking of children was a really big topic. 
some of the things that would happen would be he would, number one, make me feel guilty about the situation I'm living in, which is a situation that isn't in any of those contexts. I'm not suffering through war. I'm not suffering through directly anything that has to do with trafficking of my own children, praise God. And so he'll make me feel guilty for the place in the season that I am in, that I'm not suffering. The second thing he'll do is tell me I'm not doing enough to prevent evil from happening around the world, especially the evil that's happening all the time. And third, he will, in that way, distract me from what I'm supposed to be doing right now. Because he'll say, but wait a minute, you're not doing all of these things to prevent evil. So you just must not be doing enough for the kingdom of God. Has that happened to you? (laughs) Do you ever feel like because of the amount of evil happening around us that maybe you're not doing enough? Well, that's just a trick. Quite frankly, it's an old trick. At this point in my life, most of the time, I can literally just say, get behind me, Satan. You're so full of it. The weight of the world is not on my shoulders. Jesus has already won. Jesus has taken the burden of all of the things that you have done and will continue to do, and he took them on at the cross, and he is going to defeat your sorry butt. So the reality is, is as we see all of these atrocities unfolding in front of us, it can feel overwhelming. It can feel like we can never do enough. Like it's just us against the kingdom of darkness. We aren't doing enough. And honestly, that has to do with the enemy distracting you from what you're called to do right now. And some of the things that I'm called to do right now is to nurture my children in my relationship with my husband so that we continue to be tight-knit and foundationally grounded in God's word so that they can continue to share their own testimonies and be discipled as children who love Jesus and who are going to boldly speak about their journey to Jesus, their testimony, because as I mentioned in the last episode, that is how we defeat the enemy is we literally open our mouths and share the goodness and glory of Jesus in our lives. And I'm also called to do this podcast. I am called to help women show up in a physical way through the way they dress. That is part of my kingdom calling. There are different areas that I serve in my church. There are different friendships and relationships in my family that I have that I'm called to nurture and be the hands and feet of Jesus. That is what I'm called to do. And when it comes to situations like this, I trust that the Lord will lead me in knowing if there is a time that I need to involve myself in a specific world event or ministry because he has done that before. He has put on my heart, hey, here's where you can give financially. He has put on my heart, hey, go to this weekend thing and help out where you can with the gifts that I've given you. Often for me, it's usually praise and worship because I'm a singer. And that is what we need to focus on. So that brings me to, it's kind of a long introduction to the second part 
of our SHINE acronym, our SHINE series, which is to have a heavenly mindset. That is how you can continue to shine, not get distracted by the kingdom of darkness and the enemy's tactics to try to tell you that you're not enough in whatever way he tells you that. Have you noticed that's a common theme of the enemy to tell you that you're not enough in all of these areas, whether it's you don't have enough beauty, you don't have enough talent, you're not doing enough for the kingdom of God, you're not doing enough as a parent. Have you ever noticed that he kind of uses the same lines all the time? He's a one-trick pony, y'all. So let's just stomp on that right now and just be like, Jesus is enough, so I'm enough. And you're enough too. Now it's time to dig into the three scriptures that will help to keep you focused on the heavenly, on your kingdom calling, that will help you to have that eternal perspective even while the chaos is breaking out around you. And that's just not going to change. There are going to always be, while we live on this earth, before Jesus comes back again, there are always going to be things going on that are so dark, that are so sad, but we have to focus on what God has called us to do in the season that we're in. We have to have that eternal perspective because that is what we are called to as believers, as women who follow Jesus. So here are the three scriptures I narrowed it down to. There are so many, and you may be surprised by the first two. Let's dig in. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to the dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Why did I pick this scripture? What does this have to do with a heavenly mindset? Well, I chose Hebrews 4.12 because it actually ties into the second scripture I selected, which is Romans 12 verse 2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Hebrews 4.12 tells us that the word of God is alive and active, meaning when we read scripture, when we say it out loud, when we declare it with our mouths, it is a way to take action. I think sometimes we forget the power behind knowing and speaking God's word, the power of using our mouths to pray and to declare his goodness and to share his testimony. And so these two scriptures had to be part of the heavenly mindset because when you really take these two scriptures seriously, when you really believe what these two scriptures say, it helps you to keep focused on God's word, on where he's called you to at this time so that you can S, share your testimony and H, do it with a heavenly mindset for kingdom-minded, eternal purposes and reasons. Lastly, the third scripture to 
keep you focused on your heavenly mindset, the kingdom calling that you are in right now in this season is Colossians chapter 3 verses 1 through 4. Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your heart on things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ who is your life appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. This section in the NIV is titled as living as those made alive in Christ. We are to know God's word, read God's word, declare his word, declare his goodness, be transformed by the renewing of our minds through knowing scripture and talking about scripture and learning about scripture. And when we do that and we set our minds on whose we are, which we are children of God, we are Christ's daughters, then we can focus so clearly on what he has called us to without being distracted by what the enemy is doing. He's running rampant. He's been running rampant for a long time. So what we need to do is we need to remember that the old, fleshy, impulsive person we used to be before Christ is gone. We have Christ inside of us and he has called us to share the gospel. He has called us to give the cure to sin to the world. And the way that we do that is by focusing on our kingdom callings, on the season of life that we're in right now, by being very present with the people and the circumstances that we actually can make a difference in, in our communities, in our families, utilizing the gifts that God has given us. Scripture states that we can know God's perfect will by renewing our minds and by being transformed by the word of God. And that is how you are going to know when it's time or how you should help in a way that is different from what you're already doing. But none of us was meant to do everything for everyone. A really great piece of, a, of the sermon that I heard this last Sunday at my own church was don't let your inability to do everything stop you from doing something. Remember Paul's letter to the Corinthians that the eye doesn't stop seeing because it's not the ear. The ear doesn't stop hearing because it's not the hands. We all have a specific kingdom calling and purpose that we are to do for the glory of God. So just because we can't participate in solving all the world's problems doesn't mean we aren't of vital importance to the body of Christ as a whole. There is a reason why we aren't all doing the same things, why we aren't all passionate about the same ministries. It's because God has given us all specific callings and purposes that work together for his kingdom. I hope that today's episode has really encouraged you and empowered you in a time that feels really heavy. And I hope that next week you'll tune in to the I portion of the SHINE acronym, 
which is identity in Christ. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for always guiding me as I'm doing these podcasts. I feel so lucky to have the kingdom calling that I have. I feel so grateful to speak to the women who are listening to this podcast. And Lord, I just pray blessings over them right now. I pray that they would feel the pull of their eyes upward to you, toward the heavenlies, toward their kingdom calling. I feel that they would feel more focused right now. I ask that they would feel confident that what they are doing is impacting your kingdom and that they don't have to feel overwhelmed or like they aren't enough because they can't fix everything. Lord, right now, I just declare that everyone listening would take the burdens that they feel about what's happening, not just around the world, but maybe in their immediate families or communities, that all these things that they just feel so out of control, that they feel so burdened by, that right now, Jesus, they would lay all those things at your feet, that they would trust that you will guide them to take action when necessary, that they would trust that their prayers and speaking out loud about your goodness and how you're showing up is an action. Lord, I just pray that you would continue to empower your body. And I thank you that we are all important pieces of the puzzle that puts together this bigger purpose of bringing people the gospel and bringing people to know your son, Jesus. It's in his name I pray. Amen. Hey, Mama, thanks for listening today. Before you pop off, consider joining my free Facebook group, Bold Faith in Fashion. Here is where you'll have access to exclusive content, visual how-tos, and weekly live feedback on your style journey from me. One last thing, if this podcast has empowered you to put an outfit together and shine a little brighter for Jesus, would you consider leaving a written review on Apple Podcasts to let me know? I'd love to hear from you and would be so encouraged to know how this podcast has positively impacted you. XO, your closet BFF.